In this New Year's episode, which is also our 200th Banking with Life episode, Jake and I looked back on the milestones and achievements of 2023, and we discussed what 2024 might bring, including New Year's resolutions and encouragements. We had fun and hope you enjoy listening. Thank you. Welcome to the Bank of Life podcast. I'm your host, James Nethery, and today I have my young son, Jake, with us. Well, hello. How are you guys doing? So Jake's an integral part of the office. You know, he's an illustration ninja, IBC coach, an authorized practitioner, speaks with the majority of our clients uh, from beginning to end. Uh, very, very knowledgeable young man. Very, very proud of you, sir. Well, thank so, you, sir. Thanks for hanging out. Look, this is a New Year's episode, and I was informed last week or so that this is the 200th episode of Banking with Life. That's amazing. It's crazy. 200 episodes. That's a big deal. It's a huge uh, deal, man. To me. I mean, especially when it's more more or less long form, mm-hmm. you know? Um, before we really get into the, uh, you know, the New Year's, I want to talk about our Christmas card. All right? It'll probably go up in the graphics. You know, we send a Christmas card to our friends and clients every year. We've probably done so for a decade. Uh, at least 10 years. Yeah. And uh, and we have fun with it, you know. <laughs> um, we really do have fun with it. And this year, um, I hope you were, if you received one, and I wish everyone, you know, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But if you received one, um, I hope you could tell it was meant to be the cover of a magazine, you know. I thought it was a great shoot. I mean, it really does look like a cover of a magazine. I, I really like it. I, I did. I spoke with a couple of older clients who uh, said, "No, they didn't get that." James, you're going to have to work harder. <laughs> <laughs> what do they think that was? Uh, I don't know. Just a Christmas card. But I've spoke to other clients who were like, "Oh yeah, we got that right off." But um, we did a little something different this year on the Christmas card. There is a QR code down in the lower left. It you know says "Click me somewhere," I think, or "Scan me." Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't really thinking it. I wasn't really thinking about it. I knew that we had talked about it, and I knew that AB Ninjas are very creative. And and uh, I didn't scan it until I received it at home. And my lovely wife, Jana, and I, your mama, we were like, oh, looky, there's a Christmas card. And we scanned it, right? She yeah. scanned it on her phone. I scanned it on mine. And it's pretty dang cool. If you scan that QR code, it goes to a page on the website that's uh, otherwise hidden, and uh, it gives you a bunch of the background photos, and then I think even uh, the last four or five Christmas episodes are on there. I had fun with it. That's pretty cool. And then, and I'll say this and move on about the QR code. You know, there's, and, and we did talk about this, right? There's uh, numbers down there across the bottom of that QR code. And the first numbers are 1931. The significance of that was the year Nelson was born. Nelson Nash, R. Nelson Nash. And wow. we we're talking about the infinite banking concept. You know, he was the discoverer, the creator of the concept. So Becoming Your Own Banker was his first book. Building a Warehouse of Wealth it was his second book. And you should own them, in my opinion, if you have any interest in the infinite banking concept. And then while I'm there... He also has a six and a half hour DVD set that's available, the old plastic form where you plug into your game box, or you can purchase digital access uh, to him, 
himself, Nelson Nash himself, presenting a six and a half hour seminar on the infinite banking concept. And so if you have any interest or if you want to speak intelligently about the infinite banking concept, you cannot do so without consuming those first works, in my humble opinion. Yep. Everybody needs to watch the six hour event that he did. I agree. It's and and here's the thing, if you've seen another version of it or seen it, you know, some sort of um I don't know, live like uh if you see like a live version of it somewhere else, it's like every time you watch a version of Nelson Nash, he does things completely differently than he did like the first time, second time, third time. And there's just always something to pick up on it. So like yeah. he, watch uh, it many times. Yeah, more one 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 reading of either book, both books is really not sufficient and one viewing of that video is not sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree. Go back. God, I, I know I learned something every time that yeah. I heard him speak. I mean, I have years of notes on a yellow legal pad, you know, uh, but continuing on the numbers, the next set of numbers is 1981. That's when I received my permanent life insurance license in Texas. I, I did not know that. I'm not even that old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely not that old. Yeah. Uh, And then 1991 is the next uh, series of numbers there. And so 1991, what would be the significance of that? The years I was born. No, wait, I'm, I'm wrong. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. 1981 is is i'm i'm sorry forgive me so 1981 of course i wasn't i don't even think i was out of high school 1981 is when nelson uh really discovered this idea and there's an easter egg thanks to a client of ours out of florida the watchmaker ashley he pointed out in our last event Mm -hmm. the cover of the becoming your own banker book the fifth edition and he asked Ryan and I, and I think you yeah. and David, uh-huh. Nelson Nash's son-in-law, what is the significance on the dial, on the cover of Becoming Your Own Banker? All right. And so, and that really kind of is where this kind of the genesis of these little Easter eggs on this particular Christmas card and QR code came from. So 1981 is when Nelson Nash discovered the infinite banking concept, Nine. 1991, the next set of numbers, Mm -hmm. is when I became a licensed life insurance agent and knew nothing about the infinite banking concept until 14 years later. What does that tell you? And I'm trying to be a student. They don't teach agents anything. Oh. (laughs) Just saying. Who's they? uh, Anyone, whether it's life insurance companies, whether it's the state regulatory commissions, whatever it happens to be. Nobody teaches life insurance agents. You have to go. If you're an agent, you have to go teach yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> you need, you sure. You don't quit digging. Don't quit looking. Just keep keep digging. Keep looking. Right. I've always wondered about that, too, because it's, I mean, I feel like with agents, they barely go over, you know, product training when it comes to the, the companies themselves, much less, you know, different ideas on how to use life insurance. They sure nobody in the life insurance industry has ever taught the banking function. And, you know, we've done podcasts on this episode or this channel about the, uh, you know, the, the top 50 financial planning, personal planning, you know, retirement planning books, and then all of the designations associated with the financial industry. Mm-hmm. None of them teach the banking function, not a None. single one. 
right? So how would a new agent discover it? Happenstance and dumb luck. Right. That's about what how I discovered it. I think I went I did. I went to a two day seminar with a bunch of speakers and best practices and all of the speakers and not all of them, but a lot of them referenced books and mm-hmm. one guy, you know, referenced the becoming your own banker book and so I bought all the books and took them home and I mean it is after fourteen years in the life insurance business. And I mean I'm actively trying to learn you know, the financial industry, life insurance, and, you know, to be a good student. Um, so don't quit digging is my encouragement. Yeah. The industry is not going to teach you how to properly uh, control the banking function. Now, they'll create all kinds of products, right? They want to be all things to all people. And that all of that's created just a whole different level of problems, in my opinion, my humble opinion. And as a side note, I take my opinion everywhere I go. Okay. I mean, I'm just, all right. The next set of uh, numbers is 2000. And that's when Nelson Nash published Becoming Your Own Banker. So I'll get off the Christmas card. Obviously, I'm very proud of it. However, there is an egg in there. Mm -hmm. And the egg is also in every episode of of this podcast. An Easter egg. Yeah, an Easter egg. Yeah. That's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me go through that. So we kind of had, we kind of put together an agenda of things we might talk about today. So mm-hmm. where do we go from here, Mr. Nethery? I mean, I think we should be starting by looking back at 2023. We'll, we'll start looking back at 2023, uh, some milestones, some accomplishments, uh, some of the events that took place that were, you know, big and things that we should consider. And then we should look at 2024, the upcoming new year. Perfect. Yeah. Well, let's look at some of the milestones in for uh, 2023. And we got uh, some big ones, big ones this year. Do you want to start like with the, the podcast, 10,000 subscribers? That's huge. Yeah. Organic, unpurchased, uh, sometimes shadow banned, <laughs> depending on the guests that we have. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very proud of that number, 10,000 subscribers. That's a big deal. There's a little over 10,000. I think we hit 10,000 early this year. Mm-hmm. That's and growing, yeah. you know, so thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, you know, do whatever it takes to subscribe. I think that uh, you can unsubscribe at any time, right? So listen, in. if you want to learn about the infinite banking concept and, and beyond just illustrations and, you know, how to finance things, which is absolutely a, one thing that you can do if, to become your own banker, you know, you're financing, right? That, that's all implied and factual. But to get to some of the nuances that exist in the life insurance industry and the infinite banking concept, I think it's worth uh, several listens. You know, I think you should subscribe and, and listen. Uh, mm-hmm. That's my encouragement. So this is the 200th episode. 200 right? episodes right here, right now. That's that's huge. Yeah. For I, long form content. Well, I, I mean, we have some numbers here about your videos too. I mean, I have 570 videos. 570 videos. 400 of them are mostly long like content you know, form. There's about 100 shorts that we have mm-hmm. that are out there on the channel, but... You know, 470 videos that you can watch, ranging Free. from 30 minutes to, you know, almost two hours long. Some of them went kind of long. And, <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of pushback or some pushback for the length. And uh, 
if if you were to ask me to describe the infinite banking concept, uh, I don't have an elevator pitch. You know, mm-hmm. I can't get it done in thirty seconds. Nelson uh, said he could barely get it done in ten hours. So, <laughs> man, if you're looking for a thirty second, one minute clip, you know, it's not here. Yeah, right. You know, other than the shorts, but the shorts just lead you to the channel of free content. I mean, those are free. Yeah, those are free. Now, I don't, I don't the, that doesn't include the videos that we have available in the client only access. Does not include those. Justin, do you know how many videos about that we might have in the client only access? Maybe like 20-ish, 20, maybe. How many? Another 20 plus videos. Another 20 plus. Yeah. So now we're banging around 500. Yeah. Well, no, the total 600. Oh, 570. Yeah. Yeah. That. It's a lot of videos. Good job, Bank of Life <laughs> team. Good job. Good job, ninjas. Well, I mean, so we, we talk about those videos, 570 videos, you know, 100, you know, shorts. There's over 352 hours of content on your channel. 352 hours. That's 14 and a half days. 14 and a half days worth of content. Like, good luck consuming it, guys. Enjoy. I'm talking about life insurance. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, enjoy. So. Eat it up. This is good stuff. Now that's you know when 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 uh, for me you know when when I'm told you know how many videos and and how many views and I mean that's I'm I'm a little impressed you know I'm a humble <laughs> guy but I mean that's that's a dang lot of work is what that is that's you know? right so what other kind of statistics statistics do we have on that There's the big one the big one yeah. I'll let you go ahead and say the big one. Are you talking about the billion and four? Yes, sir. Yeah, I think I've talked about that before, but that's big. That's huge. And so, what he's referencing is there's uh, we have over a billion dollars of death benefit in force, and here we're solving for the banking function. All right, keep that in mind. Of course, it's <laughs> pre twenty twenty two as well, which just means on whole life you buy lesser death benefit for the same premium comparatively prior to 2022. I don't care who you are unless you're in the government, you know, a billion's a big number. It is to me. It's a huge, it's very difficult to truly wrap my mind around a billion. Like a hundred million is hard to wrap my mind around, much less a billion dollars. A billion. And four, so that implies maybe, it may imply that there's an element of legitimate service behind that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I, I have, you know, my life insurance through this office. I know you do as well. It's at the end of the day, I mean, we practice what we preach. This isn't like, you know, something that, you know, we're talking about because it's cool or it's hip or it's fad right now. No, I mean, we believe in this. We practice it. We walk this. Yeah. I think everyone in the office that has been here for any length of time that is insurable, mm-hmm. I think they practice. Um, which, you know, rightly so. We're all somewhere on the spectrum of beginning, fixing to put our, you know, thinking about putting our hand to the plow or, you know, I've done it for a long time. I know I've, I, I think I met Nelson in 24, 2004, 2005. And, and uh, the first thing I did was go home straight away and redo all my life insurance. So that's a long time. Come 19 years, 18, 19 years. That's mm-hmm. a long time. Um, and it works. All right. Whenever you 
can control the banking function in your life and understand what that means to you and your family, it's a, it's a paradigm shift. You know, it's life changing. And I'll say it again because it's true. I don't, you know, I think my credit score is fairly okay. You know, I mean, they don't let you, everybody's continually sticking things in front of you that you may or may not be interested in, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I could care less what my credit score is. Right. You know, it's like, you're going to tattoo a number on me. You know, do I need to roll up my sleeve to have you do that banking system? Um, And, it, it's it's the same with interest rates. You know, here we are in a you know a rising interest rate environment. This this will be released in you know New Year's episode in twenty twenty four. We're in a rising interest rate environment, and you can't control that. Neither can I. And at the end of the day, I don't care. I can't control it. I have access to capital on demand. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not going to the bank with a hat in my hand and saying, hey, will you look at my deal and tell me if it's okay or good enough for you to lend me money, you know, and you want to over collateralize the money that doesn't exist that you want to lend me and I got to pay interest on money that doesn't. When you think the whole banking process through, mm-hmm. it is beyond criminal. You know, Nelson said it's evil and yep. it truly is my opinion. Right. And I'm not talking about the local the local banker, you know, the regional bank, the uh, the community bank, the state banks, or even the, well, the national banks, they're part of the cabal, in my opinion. But <laughs> um, I'm not saying that those people that participate in that are evil. The higher up you go t- toward the top, the closer to the, you know, yep. evil it is. <laughs> That's where the swamp is. That's where the sewer's at. Oh, my gosh. It's an incestuous cesspool. Yep. And banking is just part of that. So, anyway. Um, I was thinking about that, Dad. You know, just kind of you know, going over that. When is a bad time to buy life insurance? Just like when everything's going wrong, is that a bad time to buy life insurance? Like, like when is a bad time to buy life insurance? I, I always hear this is not a great time to buy stocks or this is not a great time to buy in, you know, any real estate or you know, buy a house. It's just not the right time. I've never heard this is, this is the bad time to buy whole life insurance. You know, that's a fair question. I don't believe there is a bad time. There's a wrong time to try. You know, just (laughs) because you want to buy life insurance doesn't mean you can buy it. Right. Right. Uh, So you've got to be healthy to qualify for it. and It's got to be suitable. So you have to be uh, financially able to pay premiums. All that has to make sense. You know, life insurance is heavily regulated. But uh, I don't believe there is a bad. I don't know of a bad time. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I say it all the time because it's true. The problem is the problem. Interest rates are up. Interest rates are down. Stock market's up. Stock market's down. I got laid off. I'm in transition. I just retired. I'm going to retire. The problem is the problem. Mm -hmm. The premium is the solution. And, you know, and it's like, okay, well, James, yeah, you're just a life insurance salesman. You're just trying to get paid. Uh, well, you can pigeonhole me if you'd like, but uh, capital is the problem. Lack of capital mm, there you go. or lack of access or both. Lack of capital, lack of access to capital is the problem. So how do you solve that? In my opinion, the best way to solve that is through dividend-paying whole life insurance issued by a mutual company structured properly, which means for you and your duration, mm-hmm. however old you are, right? And the future is unknown. I know that's broad, properly structured. 
But the cash value comes from premium, just like everything else in a life insurance policy. It all starts when somebody pays a premium. If I pay a premium, I have cash value. That's capital. So premium is the solution. And I don't. I really don't know when a bad time to buy life insurance is. I don't. Yeah. Uh, historically speaking, I, I don't know if there ever has been a bad time to buy life insurance. I don't either. It's a good question. And, you know, you can uh, – Get rid of, you can cancel, you can surrender the policy at any time. You can get mad and quit at any time. Mm -hmm. You are not promised ever. The future is not promised at all. And so there's no guarantee that you can buy life insurance until you buy it. And then it's done. And then it's a matter of time before you cannot buy life insurance. You're going to age out of the process. Mm -hmm. You know, as you age, your health changes, right? Um and I think that's important. If I can buy it at any time and I can get mad and quit at any time, when is the right time? Whenever I wrap my, I have the ability to wrap my mind around the power of dividend paying whole life insurance and I understand the banking concept, that's the right time, right then. Yeah. So, and I know Nelson often said that, I mean, there's, when it, when it comes to the infinite banking concept, like what level of education, what level of knowledge do you need to have before you buy a policy? It's very rudimentary. What is it like, you know, 15, 20 pages in that Nelson says, you know, stop what you're doing, go buy a whole life insurance policy. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it, there's not really a bad time. It's get it through your head as quickly as possible. This is the right time right now to buy a life insurance policy on yourself and go buy it. It's that simple. It's like you can figure out and, you know, gain expertise in the infinite banking concept during your journey of becoming your own banker it's you're not going to get it before you buy the policy either so somebody who's like i want to be an expert before i buy a policy you'll never buy a policy it's like just go buy the policy and then gain your expertise i i think that's a good point you know the uh the learning curve uh should continue forever Uh and and it does continue you know i think that you should take uh the appropriate amount of time for you and your family to vet this idea, this concept thoroughly before you make a decision. Uh, but if you if you invest the time in learning, I mean that's whether you participate in this idea or not is going to benefit you. I don't, you know, I mean, I just I can't think of anything wrong with learning unless you're learning the wrong thing. You know, then that's a problem. But then that's still an education, right? right. Absolutely. Um, So my that's a great point. My encouragement would be to take the time, make the time, make it happen. Mm. Take the time to vet this idea thoroughly. You don't have to be an expert in life insurance by any means. And then, you know, it's been my experience whenever we can talk about it all day long. Right. Me, you, all of us, we can think about it all day long. And I have a certain level of interest and it could be off the charts and or maybe just be a modest. You know, it's an interesting idea. If I ever got to the point where, where I paid a premium, my interest <laughs> then goes up because I'm now putting my capital into this policy. My interest goes up. Yeah. You know, I'm all of a sudden, I want to be aware of more. You know, I want to learn the things I didn't know. I want to know what I don't know. That's just a learning process, right? Yeah. I so. mean, it's kind of like uh, using a tool before that you've never used. I mean, you kind of have to learn what the tool is and what it does. But then it's like, 
I mean, you have to actually use it at that point. And you can watch all the videos you want. You can, you know, you know, watch your favorite YouTube video of somebody taking apart a car with that tool. But it's like, you got to use it though. Like, so you have to actually buy the tool. You have to actually use it in your own life and put it into practice. That, you know, that reminds me of uh, my brother, God rest his soul. He graduated in 2017, I believe, the night wow. after we did a, the only, the only uh, NNI event uh, in the country that I'm aware of. I, th I think they did test runs prior to that. Anyway, he graduated that night or the next night, but he was a craftsman. You know, he could he, he he could build a house from the ground up. He could do cabinets. He could do plumbing. He could do electric. He could, he could do everything. I mean, he was an incredible uh, craftsman. And he taught me the uh, the importance of a proper tool, which, um, you know, if you're mechanically inclined, you use tools, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So you can – the every job has a tool, proper tool, you know, and either – are going to learn how to use a tool or you're going to break it or the project you're working on is not going to, it'll be subpar. But um, I agree with you. You know, properly structured, the infinite banking concept with an, a knowledgeable consumer and a knowledgeable coach, you know, that that's the starting point of success. And then the learning that comes after that, you know, personally is from application. It's from you. You'll, you'll learn how you like to handle loans. You'll mm -hmm. learn and, and you'll decide what an opportunity actually looks like because everything walking down the street saying that it's an opportunity and being promoted as an opportunity may not be an opportunity, right? But you'll learn those things, um, and then you'll just improve. It's, it's so simple. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy something, and I'm going to you know, finance it, whether I pay cash or formally finance third-party lenders' money. I'm financing it. And whenever you can control that function, it's just extremely powerful. Anyway, I can go on and on, but, you know, maybe you run five loans, maybe you run 10 loans, maybe you run one policy, maybe you run five policies. You will learn how you like to manage your policy or your system of policies. And that comes from use. Yeah. So. Well, I, I know we've talked quite a bit about, you know, not only IBC, but, you know, 2023, uh, we, we probably need to look forward to 2024. What's, what's coming down the pipe in 2024? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm sitting here uh, aging as we talk. You know, it's coming whether you're ready or not. So I better get ready for it, right? So uh, 2024. Yeah. What's I mean, on the agenda? Uh, I know we have not only uh, – a few client videos that are going to be coming out. So we're talking about, um, you know, Mike and Lori, we have a podcast shot with them. That's going to be coming out. Uh, Eugene, his podcast is going to be coming. He'll out. be returning. He's been on before. Yeah. And I I'm also on another one other yeah. than this one that, that, that we're doing. So that'll be out there. Um, we wanted to kind of talk about live streaming and maybe people's interest in live streaming. Um, We've kicked that around, the idea of doing a live stream yeah. on a quarterly basis or whatever. Uh, but we've, we've talked about that for some time. Yeah. And uh, I think we're almost at the point of having the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. But what is the interest? Do you have an interest in uh, participating in a live stream with the Banking with Life channel? That's, that's fair. So if, just let us know, you know, if you – Think yeah. it might be interesting to participate. Yeah, put it in the comments section. 
Yeah. And I know uh, Mike and Lori, I mean, that, they have a great story. I can't wait till that's released. And and then, too, you know, the way we do this show, this these episodes is, you know, we, we try to have a bank, you know, so we're not under the gun and to stay consistent on the release. You know, I mean, I don't know all the algorithms on social media platforms, but I do understand that consistency is rewarded in some way. Mm-hmm. So we try to remain consistent, and so we like Mike and Lori. That was shot a month ago. Yeah, you know, and it won't be out till January. But I and I can't wait for you to hear. I mean, I'm telling you, he's a pilot. Um, they own different venues. They own real estate. They purchased a uh, a wine vineyard. These are salt of the earth people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about them. Of course, I love Eugene. You know, he's been on before. Like I said, he'll come back. Um, I'm okay. You're okay. I'm okay. Uh, what? I don't even remember what we talked about. That was even before. Yeah, I, I have. I don't remember either. It's been it's been like a month since we shot that. Yeah, well, it's good. I, I think most of the work that we do is relatively good and valuable. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I know I speak slow. Look, you can speed it up. You can listen one point five two times, whatever. You can listen to it twice. You can stop and start it. And, um. So we have some upcoming, you know, episodes to be released. Yeah. And we kicking around the idea of doing a live stream event. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe more than one. Mm-hmm. And we would like your feedback on, on that. The uh, possibility of, you know, you participating or not, or it's a good idea, bad idea. Or it'll just be one of many lost in the sea of social media. I don't know. Um course we uh well kind of looking back in 2023 you know we did the second banking with live client only live event Mm -hmm. we did it downtown fort worth and so we're gonna do another one um don't have all the details but it'll be in october and i say client only we kind of talked about that client only well last year we allowed clients to bring a guest yeah um but it was still a client you had to be a client to bring a guest um, and had great speakers there, you know, a, a top life insurance executive who understands banking knew Nelson Nash. As a matter of fact, he was Nelson Nash's favorite home office person. I heard Nelson Nelson Nash told me that himself personally. So, um, of course, Ryan spoke, David Stern spoke, yeah, I spoke, and you guys anyway. also had a really good Q and A session that you did. Yeah, some of the comments were that that. That was good, but it should be even longer. Uh, that was quite long, too. It wasn't a short Q&A session. That was almost an hour long. Was it? Well, and then we also kicked around the idea of that they had been one-day events, and uh, they, we kicked around, considered the idea of making it a day and a half or just more than one day, mm. more than a one-day event. Yeah. So. Well, I guess the, the, th- the third event, coming up um do you have any ideas on on that at all like uh who you'd want like a guest to be like because we usually have a couple of speakers guest speakers so oh you mean at the event yeah uh no you know i don't i really hadn't thought about that i just would like ample time to uh convey you know really what i want to convey and have the other speakers to convey thoroughly you know points or ideas Mm -hmm. i mean it's kind of I mean, I'm not whining. I'm just saying it's kind of difficult. There's so much to cover, you know, and you 
you can only cover so much in an hour, you know, and my two talks mm-hmm. have been very broad, but, um, but I think good. And then I think I want to, I'd like to develop those out and get a little deeper, mm. you know, but, but that was laid out on purpose for me, you know, touching Nelson's work and then moving forward like last year in 2022, the, uh, changes within the industry and yeah, Big changes. Going deeper. Talked about retirement income. and um, I don't go far from the basics. And I don't go far from Nelson's book at all, ever. And why should I? Yeah, and if you're just starting off with infinite banking, you shouldn't either. You know, any kind of agent who's trying to, you know, anybody in general who's trying to get you to go down a route that isn't laid out by Nelson Nash, you should probably be suspect of. I love that. I got a new idea, bolt on an improvement. And it's like, whatever. Um, yeah. All right. So what else in 2024? Possible live stream. Yeah. Returning uh, guest. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the big stuff. I know, um, of course, we're going to have more content to our client only access for, yeah. for our clients. There will be more content to that. Um, I think we add to that somewhere around quarterly. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, semi-regular. I mean, we do add content. I think it's important to, uh, it's just me and the way I think. I, I think that our clients are different, frankly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they're educated. I mean, the, the, the whole team comes with our clients and they're available to our clients, you know, not for dependency, but for guidance, uh, resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like, you know, giving our clients things that only our clients get you know you can frame that however you like mm-hmm. i just i think that we bring a lot of value and i want to bring as much value that's legitimate value i mean to the point and i don't want to beat it to death but whenever you can get into a room full of 120 130 140 different people from all over the country that are practicing the infinite banking concept at different levels doing different things i don't care if it's real estate business retirement whatever it is um, and you can freely talk to them and it's not a, it's not a sales fest event. So, you know, you can go there without feeling scrutinized, you know, walk into a room full of 120 people and talk about the infinite banking concept and the high premium that you pay. And they'll look at you like a leper, you know, so contrast yeah. that with 130, 140 people that, that all pay high premiums. You know, you're not the oddball. You're not the outsider. You know, you're not the tenfold hat wearer. And then there's nothing to buy except a little merch. We had a merch table, right? Yeah. Um, it's not a sales fest, you know. Anyway, I think that's a big deal. So, well, I think you know, kind of wrapping up on 2024 mm-hmm. stuff to talk about. Um, we joked around a little bit about New Year's resolutions and you know what a New Year's resolution should be. Um, you know, that's kind of hard, but uh, I know I have a few that. You know, for me personally, I have. Um, I know. Well, share the New Year's resolutions you have, young man, please. <laughs> well, okay. So the first one, I'm currently in a CLU program, which is a Chartered Life Underwriters program. Um, getting, yeah, that that designation. Um, well, why are you doing that? For education to better serve our clients. You know, at the, at the end of the day, I have a pretty strong basis in the infinite banking concept and in banking and in life insurance. Um, I'm just trying to expand that, that knowledge that I have, 
Good. I love that. I mean, it, it's you okay better. to learn. Yeah. So that's about six courses or eight? Uh, this one, I believe, is uh, six courses, yeah. and I think I'm halfway through. Have they talked about banking at all in the first three? Not whatsoever. I, there was in the first course I took, uh, which is like an introduction into life insurance, which is funny. You're doing like an introduction to life insurance in a CLU program. Um, but they did mention the whole life a little bit. But that was with a line all or the two? other. Yeah. A I mean, paragraph? It was a chapter. It was a chapter. A whole a chapter on whole life. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, that's one chapter in out, out of, you know, 30 or 40 chapters. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, that's that's all you're really talking about. It's just that one little piece of whole life insurance. It's like three questions on the, the final test. And that's pretty much as far as life, whole life insurance goes. And, and so I'm sure they mentioned the, uh, the cash value component. They and, did. The, and the, the sales part of it was for the cash value. And that's, that's they, they didn't talk about banking, really. They, they really didn't. Did they mention um, loans? I know they didn't use the word banking. Uh, they did mention that, it, that loans, you have a right, contractual right to loans. And so that was like, how many sentences in this chapter? Oh, yeah, that's one sentence in a chapter. Yeah. The point is, there's next to zero. No, yeah. There's zero education within the industry and all the financial designations about controlling the banking function. So, yeah. But, okay, so your New Year's resolution is to complete that or yeah, continue? Yeah, yeah, continue, <laughs> continue on with it. Keep knocking out of the park. Uh, I'll finish it up this year. So, started midway or early last year, started early last year in 2023. I'll finish it up in 2024 and then probably go on to um, CHFC and try to get that designation as well. CHFC, Chartered Financial Consultant. Consultant. Yes, sir. Which is another life insurance industry designation. Yes, sir. Uh, multi-parts. And, and so, you know, that's, that's good. I'm proud of you, and I've got nothing but encouragement <clears throat> for you to do that. I know the uh, – affiliations designations that i participated in throughout my career you know i did it i wanted to know you know i mean i've always suffered and still do from fomo right so i wanted to know and secondarily though i really wanted my clients to be able to pick up on the fact that i'm a student you know and i participate Mm -hmm. in my profession so perfect yeah i wanted that that same kind of um I didn't go the the, the college route. Um, just didn't feel like it was right for me. Or I'm not going to get into college and my feelings on that for everyone. Uh, but for me, I didn't feel like it was right. So I, I do and have always been a big reader. Um, and this is just another way to really provide service for the clients. It's like, hey, you know, I'm a more educated, you know, uh, agent than most of the agents that you're talking to because I have these designations and. I mean, that, that's all it really is for that. I mean, it's just, I'm a young guy and being a young guy in this industry, um, I don't have the same experience and knowledge that James Nethery has. Um, not saying you're an older guy, just saying, uh, you know, you have experience. I've been around. <laughs> you, you have experience and knowledge that I don't have. And so I'm, I'm trying to get on your level. Um, that's not easy. It's going to take a while to get there. Um that, that's a that's a pretty big shadow you cast, man. So well, I appreciate that. You know, I'm I met Nelson when I was 42, I believe. So mm. you know, you're younger than that. So you've got a long life ahead, and that's good. And I think there, at some level, it gives you confidence. Whether mm. what you're learning, you agree with or disagree with, you get the perspective from the industry, and mm-hmm. 
Um, but it, it, it gave me confidence. I went through a ton of courses, you know, and I don't have a college degree either and I'm not going to get one. Um, and a couple of those designations, you know, require a bachelor's. Well, I'm never going to have one and I'm okay with that. Uh, but the confidence in knowing, you know, is, is good. Yeah. And it's the continuing education as well. Yeah. It's, it's showing clients that you're continuing to educate yourself. You're not, you know, just resting on your laurels. You're not, you're not survive. You're not, you know, surviving out here. You're, you're thriving. Um, uh, so yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of things that Nelson talks about as well. Um, Parkinson's, you know, law, you know, you you don't want to suffer from that, you know, always beat it out. You know, um, you you don't want to have the arrival syndrome either. That's, that's probably the biggest motivator for why did the CLU is, is the rival syndrome trying to shut that off. And, uh, yeah, you can't be like that. You, you can't, you know, get to a place where you know everything yeah. or, you know, you even think you know everything or you're, I think that's the most dangerous part for like new agents as well. Calling yourself an expert. I mean, mm-hmm. it, well, not only in the fact that you can harm your clients cause they actually might think you're an expert and you're not one. Um, <laughs> But more for yourself, you keep calling yourself an expert over and over and over. You may actually believe it. And it's like, you're not. So it's okay to. That's well said, sir. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, I know Nelson, I, we had several conversations on this COU because he had one. Mm-hmm. And uh, he say, he put it facing in the back of his closet, <laughs> facing the wall. <laughs> and yeah. tell he had correspondence with the home office or other industry, you know, people. <laughs> it was funny. Well, I'm not going to put the the initials next to my name. You're not going to, you'll, you'll, I won't say you'll never, you'll more than likely not see me, Jake Nethery, CLU, CHFC, CFP, you know, all the designations and stuff like that. I, I, not to diminish or um, beat down people who do that. It's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to diminish anyone for learning and their education yeah. and whatever level of professional professionalism they have achieved in their profession, yeah. you know, no disrespect whatsoever. I mean, I'm, I've got mad props for people who, uh, display the discipline to achieve the things that they want to achieve. So no disrespect. Yeah. What else, what else is on your, resolutions list yeah. <laughs> uh you know the other one was uh, uh slow down smell the roses and mm. that's um I, th- I think as a young man that's very difficult to do is slow down and oh well it doesn't get easier yeah i, I bet uh, especially if you've lived a whole life going you know 100 miles an hour it's kind of hard to slow down so i figured at 32 like start slowing down now and it'll be you know easier to enjoy life in the future <clears throat> Yeah, it seems to me it's like 32. Pour it on, brother. I mean, no, I get it. I get I mean, it. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of balance to it, right? You know, you, you, you got to keep going. You got to, you, you can't ever stop and, you know, um, get mired down in just the minutiae of every day. Uh, but at the same time, you don't want to go so fast that you can't enjoy, you know, everything that's around you. And um, what is it? Uh, tough times don't last, but tough people do. So I like that. I've always liked that. So um, it's like even in tough times, it's okay to slow down and, you know, appreciate the good things that you still have. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, that, that's that's for my New Year's resolutions. That That's really it. I mean, uh, the, I always have the <laughs> outstanding resolution of getting in better shape, uh, eating better, um, 
you know, sleeping better, uh, you know, getting, you know, working out more, uh, educating yourself, continue reading, continue. I mean, I always have those kind of resolutions. Um, but those are the two ones that really stick out to me. You know, mine, <clears throat> mine are pretty similar. I, I sure don't have, uh, the need, the desire, or the ability to encourage people to make New Year's resolutions or what they may or may not be. That's not my place at all. I quit making New Year's, New Year resolutions some time ago um, because kind of kind of what you uh, spoke to, you know, it's the daily disciplines, you know, the eating, the sleeping, the drinking, the water, the working out, mm-hmm. you know, doing the right thing, the next right thing, and, and you know, showing up, doing what you say, and uh, saying what you mean, you know, just really the self disciplines on a daily basis. You know, the mm-hmm. cumulative effect of that is is uh, success where I believe, and I'm a student of Jim Rohn. You know, we all suffer the pain of two losses, either the pain of regret, or or we all suffer from two pains, either the pain of regret or the pain of discipline. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer to suffer from the pain of discipline. I don't have uh, too much discipline. I don't have any additional or extra discipline. But uh, that's where my focus is. And then the, the work-life balance has always been a challenge for me. Mm. And so those are even daily decisions quite often. Um, but I am I am going to pay more premium. And I am going to expand, currently expanding uh, my banking system. And until, as I said earlier, you know, there's going to come a point in time in all of our lives where we cannot buy life insurance. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to sit around and wait that wait for that to happen. I mean, somebody's going to have to tell me no and prove to me why I can't and, and prove to me that I can't. Until then, I'm buying life insurance, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I am going to expand my system. And then, uh, you know, here over the last year 2023 you know we have started like coaching or interacting working with more agents Mm -hmm. you know i mean i'm not an agency builder that's not what we do we get up and provide service for our clients every day and then encourage the idea that you can become your own banker and you should discover that or bet it or get exposed to that idea i mean that's what drives me every day is you know, service to our clients and then expanding the frontiers of knowledge when it comes to the infinite banking concept. However, um, it just seems like in the last year, more so than previous years, and agents call all the time and, and I try to help every, I help everyone that I can help, right? Uh, at least I make that effort and I can't help everyone. Um, but we have been working with more agents and I expect it's not really a new year's resolution, but, um, if I were to apply any disciplines to that would be to, to be better, mm. you know, help them be better, you know, in their learning and in their experience. Um, that's probably going to consume more and more of my time. Yeah. Um, without being an agency builder. So I don't want to be an agency builder. Um, but then, you know, also really, I like expanding relationships. You know, I'm a people person. You know, I like meeting new people. So if I haven't met you, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to meet you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I'm very, I'm very grateful, you know. So uh, last year, you know, I 
thought to myself, Nethery, you should uh, practice more grace. Mm. You know, so that will probably, uh, you know, I'm still focused on that or that's still a relevant, you know, a worthy goal is to be more graceful. I mean, I think I'm a pretty nice guy, but sometimes I come across harshly or opinionated or whatever. Uh, but that's really all I've got, you know, as far as New Year's resolutions. I don't I'd rather focus on the daily disciplines and be aware of, you know, my own personal shortcomings and focus on improving them. Right. So. No, I think that's fantastic having, you know, uh, the New Year's resolution or maybe just a goal to be more to allow people to have more grace, you know, give, give grace to others. I, I, I mean, that's something I think everyone suffers from. I, I don't know of anybody that's, you know, got that one down yet. Well, <clears throat> I know. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I sure don't know. I know I could use more and give more. Mm. So <laughs> no, did, uh, you know, we did a little prep. It's not like we sat around an hour and a half prepping for this, but we did jot down some notes that were interesting points and yeah, uh, some interesting data. I mean, I think we hit everything other than any other encouragements that we want to give to the clients for the New Year's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think obviously pay your premiums. You know, that's a big one. Uh, you know, if you don't have a plan, like for your loans and paying back your loans, make some sort of loan repayment. Whether it's you know ten dollars or a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, if you don't have a plan for that loan repayment, at least you know be making those loan you know some sort of loan contribution back. Um, you know, all, you know, be a good banker. You know, don't steal the piece. You know, pay your premiums, but also you know have a plan for the loans. Now I understand like you know sometimes it's one of those things where you have the the plan to take out a loan and not make a loan repayment for a time period like that can make sense in certain situations and circumstances. But at the end of the day, I mean, there has to be a plan that, that at some point that that loan gets paid back unless we're purposely using it for passive income um, in retirement or however you want to call that passive income Mm -hmm. stages. Yeah, I agree. That made me think of Nelson's four fundamentals. I love simplicity. I believe Mm -hmm. it's a virtue. Number one, think long range. Number two is don't be afraid to capitalize. Don't be afraid to pay a premium. Number three is don't steal the peas. Be mm-hmm. an honest banker. You're exactly right. And if your thinking is flawed in the beginning, it is likely to continue to be flawed until it's corrected, right? So if I'm not willing to think long term, well, of course I'm afraid to capitalize, mm-hmm. right? I mean, of course I am. And then if I'm afraid to capitalize, then of course I'm not going to, repay my loans for whatever you know life comes along problems come you know unintended you know unforeseen circumstances whatever whatever they may be you know it's very easy for me to not pay a premium it's very easy for me to think short term it's very easy for me to reduce a premium it's very easy for me to not make a loan repayment not make interest only payments i mean those are natural undisciplined activities Right. And it's just an expansion of flawed thinking, in my opinion. And so really, the the fourth one was don't do business with banks, you know, mm-hmm. outside of checking and saving. And then he added the fifth one, rethink your thinking. I think that's a continual thing. And you mentioned Parkinson's law earlier. Yep. You know, uh, Parkinson, you have to whip that guy every day. Yeah. He shows Constant up every fight. day. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so 
while you're in there you're, and you're talking about, you know, you mentioned tough people, uh, tough times. Uh, what, what was that? Yeah. So tough times don't last, but tough people do. Yeah. Um, so when do you want to quit applying discipline? No. You know, I mean, so that's my encouragement just along with you practice the infinite banking concept, honestly, and don't get far from the four fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Um, because the premium is a solution, Right. And if I get into passive income time and I want to take passive income, you know, Nelson had all of his loans repaid before he, quote unquote, retired. He never did retire. You know, he moved off into passive income and he still didn't take income from his policies because he didn't need it because he was so dang successful. (laughs) Right. And then I'm just saying that uh, I've got nothing but encouragement, you know, to live free, number Mm -hmm. one. But you can't be free. If you're not financially free, mm-hmm. and you can't be financially free unless you control the banking function. And the infinite banking concept is the best way that I know of to control the banking function. Yeah. And in the disciplines, I mean, oh my gosh, they're daily. It's like, like you said, just make a loan repayment. You don't think big, right? I get that if you can only pay $10, whatever, you start where you're at, but stretch yourself. Mm hmm. You know, you can quit at any time, right? Anyway, yeah, I've got nothing but encouragement, right? Which is live free, right? Be free. I'm good. Anything else? No, I I love that. You know, think free. Think as a free person. I mean, that's what a game changer. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably you're probably already there. Um, not too many people probably watching this podcast that aren't free thinkers. Um, That's true. But I, if you're not there yet, I mean, just continue on your journey of you know expanding your freedoms, not only like in your personal life, whether that's, you know, practicing your first and second amendment rights, uh, whatever it happens to be, just continue your education. Um, continue the expansion of freedom not only in your life but your families that's that's a big encouragement as well yeah, be the example right yeah. not the warning that's something that people ask me all the time jake like how do i get my family members and my friends to do the infinite banking concept you don't but you can show them what a success, successful person looks like while using the infinite banking concept and i'll tell you that'll draw more people to you than anything um, I, I have people who will ask me like, you know, well, what are you doing? You're you know, young, you're successful. What do you do? And it's like, yeah, I practice the infinite banking concept. And it just, it drives people to what you do. Like show people, don't tell people, don't, you know, force them to, you know, read a bunch of books, show them what you're doing. I mean, that's the best way in my opinion. I like that. The, um, uh, <clears throat> that's a conversation that I've had many times over the years. It's like, well, you know, I don't. I don't have a need to borrow. I don't finance this, or I don't finance that. I pay cash, which okay, it's still financing. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I've got clients that they pay premium for a year, two years, three years, more. I don't know how, however many. And they're like, James, I just, uh, I quit looking for the magic. You know, I don't. I don't have a driving need to go get a loan just because I can. And and I love what the policy's doing. You know, I mean, it is okay to pay a premium. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. All right. Well, that's all I have. You have more? No, that's, I think that wraps it up. Okay. Thanks for listening. We enjoyed. Happy New Year.
Thank you for joining us on the Banking with Life podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and click on that little notification bell. Otherwise, join us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for weekly content.